how y'all living welcome back to another motherfucking episode it's me the one the two twelvey and it's freaking december y'all it's december i didn't think we'd get here so fast considering it's been one long ass 2020 one long ass year but we finally made it to the end the last month December 2020 what do you got for us this month I'm ready aliens this is your cue now or never even though we all know y'all there just show yourself please I'm ready we all ready nothing 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 they can bring out or say that I wouldn't be shocked right now because we didn't hurt at all this year let's get into this quote of the day y'all so today's quote is i can't change the direction of the wind but i can adjust my sails to always reach my destination damn that's that's deep right there that's deep i don't think y'all heard me i can't change the direction of the wind but i can adjust my sails to always reach my destination I see this as a, it's really all about perspectives, I guess, you know? One person could be on this boat and the wind is blowing them in the opposite direction. They're thinking, well, I'm gonna just ride the wind out and see where it takes me and then whatever. But some people might see that as a good thing, you know, just go with the flow. That works for people, that works. Some might see this as, oh, the wind is blowing in that direction. Let me adjust, let me adjust some things on this boat. For example, my sails, let me adjust it and see how the wind will affect my direction. Oh, it's blowing me in this direction? Mm, That's not where I need to go. Let me keep adjusting it. Perspectives, some people see that they can adjust the things in their lives, in their circumstances, in their environment to keep them on the right path, to keep them on the path to their destination. While others are just riding out the wind, you know, going with the flow, seeing where it takes us. And then there's probably other perspectives that I'm not even seeing it right now, but maybe you are. But those are probably the most common two. So if you got a third, a fourth, a fifth, let me hear it. Caller? Do we have a caller? No? The number you have reached is not in service. Please check the number or try your call again. Yo, Twombie, I heard you got a question for me. Let me hear it. So today's question is, how can you befriend your fears rather than push them away? How can you befriend your fears rather than push them away? You know? It's easier, at least for me, if I know what it is, I have a name, a face to it, like, that's one thing off the list, you feel me? If I know exactly what it is, then I can find a solution. I can try to combat that. How can you befriend your fears rather than push them away? It's easier to push my fears away. It's easier to just save it for another day. But to really like try and solve these fears, you have to admit you're scared. You know, you have to admit that you're actually scared. For me, I can think it, I can say it in my mind. You know, I can read about it, I can research it. But until I verbally say it out loud, it doesn't become real. Like until I verbally acknowledge what it is, to me it's just all gonna be a thought, all an idea, really. It's easier to have these ideas, it's easier to go through it in my mind, you know, scenarios. But until I outwardly acknowledge it, it's like, it's kind of scary hearing your own 
voice saying you know like damn you really have this situation going on boy i'm trying to meet your mama on a sunday to make a lala on monday Kevin Hart dropped his stand-up show, whatever, on Netflix called Zero Fucks Given. Um, I don't know. For me, it wasn't, it wasn't as funny. It wasn't, the jokes weren't hitting like they, like a Kevin Hart joke would, you know. I chuckled, I chuckled, but I didn't really laugh my ass off. You know, he used to make me laugh my ass off. And then I'm just, I, I was like, is it just me? Or is it because of whatever is going on? Like, why didn't I find this funny, you know? And then, so I started watching like his other stuff because I was really curious, like, why isn't this funny to me? So I started watching his other stuff and I'm laughing, you know? this shit is funny maybe it's more nostalgic whatever but it was funny but zero fucks given yo i'd give it like a three out of five and that's because well that's mid anyways three out of five is mid like it was for surely mid to me and i watched it again just to see if I was tripping like I really thought I was tripping I was like there's no way Kevin did not make me laugh you know but it happened and I'm not afraid to say I'm not afraid to say Kevin that wasn't it for me for surely not it for me I seen comments about him he said he's not calling his daughter a hoe but what she was doing is whole like activity and what the fuck is whole like activity? What is it? What is the the true definition of whole like activity? Because he's comparing his daughter choosing different boyfriends in the span of three weeks. It seemed like she had three different boyfriends each time. One seemed better than the other. By the second boyfriend, by the time she was moving on to the third boyfriend Kevin realized hold on this is whole like activity and he calls a former hoe he knew and says yo is this how it started for you and she's like yup confirming it <laughs> so what is whole, act- whole like activity what is what is hoe what is a hoe what is a hoe do what activities do hoes partake like choosing up is considered hoe hoe like activity what is whole like activity i really want to know everybody says there's one thing or another but can we get the the dictionary definition you know i feel like the dictionary should just include every fucking word because how can you tell me a word is not a word oh that's a made-up word every word is made up every word is made up at some point that word was made up so just do us all a favor and just put every freaking word as a word not in in the urban dictionary not in in no put it all classify every word as a word because at this point every word is a word i don't care i will start using made-up words and i will claim them and i'll give y'all a definition Every word is word. Fuck it. I'll, I'll do my own dictionary. A black owned dictionary. Do they have those? I should. I should definitely check that out. Um, what on earth is Dodo? So there's this monolith, this triangular, steel plated, or aluminum, whatever 
tricked out designs on the side of it. Monolith is tall ass. I forget how tall it is, eight, something. Don't call me on that, but this monolith popped up, mysteriously popped up in in Utah. You know, it popped up in Utah. Um, nobody knew what it was. It was like, yo, nobody come near it. And then one day it just disappears. Just disappears. It's gone. And then it shows up in Romania who i don't know but it is it showed up and guess again a couple days later poof, that's gone that same monolith is gone is it the same one that was in utah i doubt it because how'd they get through customs you know they don't know if it's it's the government some people at first it was like oh it's a government experiment or it's aliens or it's an artist you know like Banksy does just but hey if this is an artist that's dope I love it I love it but if these are aliens what did I say December I'm not surprised I'm not surprised I don't know where the new one's gonna pop up next just go around the world if it pops up in every state That'll be even better. Go around the world. Now I know y'all seen the Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson fight, y'all. <laughs> um, I was literally laughing my ass off. First of all, Nate's first swing coming out. He was stumbling. I was like, hold on. Is the is the is the court is the is the floor is wet? Like, what's going on? Why is he stumbling like that? <laughs> Why is he stumbling like that? Well, hey, I'm not I'm I got no skills. And I don't plan on stepping in the ring. No way, no how. Me as a as a viewer. That shit was funny. Period. That shit was funny. Like, Jake Paul really does this. This is his second fight. And his second knockout. <laughs> this is his second fight and his second knockout. How? He really, he really, he really about this. I'm, I'm ready to see the next ready to see what he can do i i would i hey if his hype gets up there i would for sure for sure be interested in seeing somebody knock his ass down <laughs> like that would just be funny and if it becomes nate hey that would be one for the books yo underdog takes the throne but he got some he got some work to do it was his it was nate's first fight and first time getting knocked out in the ring so <laughs> hey the Nate Robinson challenge had me weak though had me weak it was just slumped on the floor slumped bro night on that night on social media was it was so funny that fight ended pretty quickly you know they brought out the big dogs you know the, the big big $50 pay-per-view fight we all want to see. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, y'all. These niggas was hugging on each other. Sorry. These these men <clears throat> these brothers was hugging on each other. You know, Mike got a Mike got in a couple a couple slings in there. Again, don't know. I don't know boxing, so bear with me. <laughs> Mike got in a couple swings, though. I saw that. I saw that. If I know anything, I know he for sure should have won. He for sure should have won. If they, if they was actually scoring the game, he for sure should have won. 
in my humble opinion um i was kind of disappointed though i was hoping for some violence really i was hoping for tyson to though you know and have brothers swinging you know have people flying out the ring i was expecting to see real raw violence some excitement but it ended in draw fucked up for them to call it a draw we all know who really won but hey what do i know what do i know this the one the two 12e so we got new music update we got Juicy J, he dropped his album. The Hustle Continues. I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it's good. I've heard some good reviews about it. I haven't really heard nothing too bad, so I'll definitely be listening to that soon. Bad Bunny dropped an album. Bear with me. <laughs> El Ultimo Tor de Mundo. Hey, I fuck with Bad Bunny. His last album, she was fire. I don't know what he was saying, but it was fire. Um, Miley Cyrus dropped Plastic Hearts album. I used to listen to her, you know, when she was really singing Mr. Khan and all that stuff. Like, Hannah Montana was my jam, but like, I haven't given this album a listen to. I do plan on, I do plan on it because it's good to diversify your music taste and see what else is out there. So, Miley Cyrus, definitely you'll definitely be getting a stream from me rilo rodriguez dropped uh, his album goat in human form lil yachty dropped lil boat 3.5 and fujiano dropped gutta baby so we have some anticipated drops from jack harlow his album that's what they all say I've seen some backlash as he has, it's him in the limo on the album cover, him in a limo, girl in a black, a black girl's legs, and some kids standing outside the limo, you know, giving him some stuff, some money, some tools, whatever, um, saying he's a culture vulture, whatever, you know, he's taken from the culture. I don't know, I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like, honestly, no matter, I'm not even going to say that. It's if he's really in tune with what's going on, he may listen to these suggestions people are throwing out. Um, He may not. We'll see. I don't know if he spoke on it or anything, but um, it's a 15, 15 tracks on that album. Features what's popping, and the remix of that what's popping tyler harrow um i'm i'm excited to hear i'm excited to hear what he had. i'm excited to hear the album um ever since he's been on my radar i've been a, i've been a little fan you know he has he's a little white boy that got something to say some some little bars or whatever <laughs> um as far as cultural vulture feel like everybody is everybody's guilty of that everybody it's just all about acknowledgement y'all if you take it from it acknowledge that own that shit that's really what a lot of us want to hear you know that you see what it is and that you understand where it originated from and that you pay homage to that you know overly benefit from the culture you know and help others benefit from that same culture that you took from you feel me at least that's how I see it and then we got Shawn Mendes dropping his album it's 14 tracks on here it's called Wonder it has the single Wonder and monster featuring justin bieber i've i haven't listened to wonder the single yet but i've listened to monster it was cool it was a cool song
But we entered December. I don't know. Maybe it was me or I just been feeling the the mode lately. You know, I've been feeling the funk. I always chop it up to seasonal depression and shit, but but like I be over this shit, man. I be over it. It's like again, again, you back for some more round. I don't even know how many rounds. Just keep going. Just keep doing it. Keep coming back. Oh, knock, knock. I'll see you again. Yeah, I forgot something. Oh, yeah, come, come in. And then you just stay for however long you want. It's not up to me. It's up to you. You know, we on your time. Your schedule. Like, damn, that shit is tiring. I don't wanna, I don't want, I don't wanna keep having this, this toxic relationship, you know, having depression, I see it as it, as a relationship, a toxic one at that, like, I don't wanna keep being in this shit with y'all, and it's, it's, it's a group, you know, you know, comes with anxiety, comes with it all. It's different for everybody, you know, it is. For me, I've just been feeling it, you know. I've been feeling like it's just me, myself, and I. It's like, I've looked at my relationships. And in the end, I always come to the same feeling. It's just me, myself, and I. I realized that I wanted to be more vocal. I realized I'm such an internal person and when I try to vocalize that it doesn't easily translate out into the world into with my peers it doesn't easily translate out like my mind moves so fast I could be having five different conversations in my head while I'm verbally only having one conversation and as I'm having these conversations in my head mind you it's, 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 it's the same it's the same conversation I'm having verbally but I'm thinking of it in different perspectives in my head so as I'm going through this in my head I'm verbally just speaking let's just say two words from each of those five conversations and it doesn't translate verbally it's like sounds it sounds very staccato st- it sounds very jagged like oh I and I get what you're saying but how I'm saying it you wouldn't get it unless you really knew me and how I think you know and it irritated me because I feel like communicating was was so hard because I'm like why doesn't anybody really see me you know, like, why doesn't anybody level with me? Like, I I noticed I found myself more, more to be behind the scenes. And it's not by choice, you know. It just, it seems to just always happen. I'm very soft-spoken, but get me alone. I can't shut up. <laughs> it just tends to happen that I'm always in the background. But I feel like... I'm always noticed, if that makes sense. Eyes are always, tend to notice me. Maybe because of my skin tone. Maybe because I'm sexy as hell. I don't know. I always get eye attention, but I never get people to really approach me. I've been told I look intimidating. That could be a factor. Hey, 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 let me talk to you, let me talk to you. But I always thought, well, at least now, you know, I'll rest them bitch faces in, you know? So if, if that's the case, wouldn't my face then be, you know, because it's naturally resting? I don't know. I just, I don't know what to do with my face. Like, I tried walking around with a smile, but it became, it, it started to feel ungenuine. I um tried you know, raising my eyebrows just slightly upwards, you know, to show some excitement in my face. Like, I've 
try to come off a little less intimidating, but I I don't know. But I always find myself in the background, even in even in in my own like even in my own world. Like how how am I playing a background character in my own fucking movie? You feel me? It didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand. And then I entered into a relationship that opened up a lot of doors and emotions and. It was, it's, it became very overwhelming, you know, discovering all of these things about yourself and trying to navigate through it, trying to find solutions while still being in a relationship, in that toxic relationship with depression. It's too many people in one space, my, my space, you know? I guess as I, started to navigate through those those relationships those barriers as i began to navigate through those barriers i realized that something needs to change i need to be the change i need to not just think it i need to do it you feel me and i finally said it out loud i was like yo I'm not fucking happy. I'm not fucking happy with where I'm at. And I'm not happy with the relationships that I have right now. Something's gotta give. And it wasn't until I said it out loud that I actually felt that shit, you know? It wasn't until I said it out loud that I actually felt that it was real. And then I started to move different after that, you know? I started to see things differently. I started to find minor solutions, consistent minor solution until it became major solutions. I made progress. And I really started off by reading. Believe it or not, I really started off by just reading more books about the perspectives of things. Hey, 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 let me talk to you. Let me talk to you real quick. You know, at that time, I realized at least for me, I realized that I low-key wasn't as educated as I thought I was, you know? I didn't know too much about the world. I felt sheltered in my education, in my world education, my perspective that the world was skewed. And I realized just how important education was for me to get a new perspective on life, a new perspective on the world. So for me, I, I, I took to reading, you know, I grasped to reading. I felt like that was the quickest way to just gain perspective, whether it's fictional or not. Like, it was the quickest way to gain perspective, and it allowed me to, to mo- add more to my vocabulary. So it was like a win-win. So as I'm reading these books, you know, I start to think, I start to, I start to apply some of these teachings, some of these scenarios into my into my world into my life and I started to see just how I just I realized how important it was for me to stay on my education stay up on reading you know it gave me an arsenal it allowed me to tap in to different things that I didn't realize it allowed me to you be tripping on a time well spent I pull up and got a slide once again because I'm very curious it allowed me to ask 
more questions on a different level than I'm used to, on a different perspective than, you know, that I'm used to. It allowed me to have those questions in mind and actually seek an answer instead of just keeping it to myself. It allowed me to go search for an answer. It gave me um, the tools, the resources to go and find these answers, whether it's in, you know, on social media, on the internet, or just in person, you know. After reading, I, I gained a different perspective. I gained, I felt more confidence in my speech. You know, I, I, a, a part of me, a reason why I was so quiet is because, you know, I had to learn English and kids are mean. <laughs> kids are fucking mean, you know. I had to learn English and then it's, oh, you're, you sound whitewashed. Oh, you don't sound black enough. Oh. You gotta be grammatically correct. You gotta be grammatically incorrect. You know, like the environment I was raised in for surely sheltered me from the actual world. Like, facts. That town is just, you know, like it wasn't diverse enough. And it wasn't big enough. And it wasn't creative enough. You know, I felt sheltered boxed in so it wasn't until I got to college and I was like yo let me let me try to be a more outwardly person because you know let me try to be a more outwardly person let me try to be out there and I realized well I still found myself in the background you know I still found myself in the background and I, I didn't understand until I realized that if I'm doing something, you know, weird or annoying or, you know, like, like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a weirdo. You feel me? If I'm doing something weirdo, like people are more people, the people around me were more inclined to notice me, to speak to me, you know, and it it made me feel little more connected you know if i'd rather them be telling me to shut up or why are you so annoying or whatever whatever you know i'd rather i'd rather hear that than nobody paying attention or nobody inquiring a question i often heard was why are you asking so many questions i'm just like because i'm curious like that you know if I want to know something, I'm comfortable around you, I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to ask because <laughs> I'm curious like that. And I and I questioned myself once. I'm like, how come people don't ask me questions? Are they not curious about me? You know, that was a, I was often my rebuttal to that. Well, why don't you ask me questions if you want to know something? Cause I want to know something about you. Why don't you ask me something if you want to know something about me? And the questions always end up being like a sexual question. And I'm just like, what does that have to do with me? You know, it just seemed like the relationships I was building weren't getting deep. And I didn't understand why haven't I developed deep relationships? Why hasn't any, does, it, does nobody want to get to know me on a deeper level? Am I just a surface nigga, a surface friend? Sorry, I gotta stop saying that word. Am I just a surface old person? I want, I want more. I want deeper relations. But I didn't understand that I had to be the one to start them.
getting harder to maintain my motivation. This the one, the two, 12 This was around the start of 2019, around this time. And it just so happened to be around this time. Um, my friend Khalil invited me and Mozzie on his podcast. Check it out, Stay to Read podcast, hosted by for real Khalil and Professor Dean check it out it's on iTunes podcast yeah and Spotify so check it out but yeah Khalil invited me and Mozzie on the show and we just happened to be talking about motivation you know um and we came to the conclusion that it it was fuck motivation you just have to you just have to do it because it's hard to consistently try to stay motivated or be in the state of motivated. So we said, fuck motivation. You just got to do it. You got to find the passion in it. And you just got to do it until it comes back. I don't know if now if that's still our definite answer, but I realized then, I was like, it's okay to not be motivated. You know, it's it's okay. It's okay to have some unmotivated days it's fine so now my next step is now that i realize it's okay i can take the stress off but i still want to deepen relations with with my peers and my friends my chosen people but how do i do that how do i start that conversation and i remember i had a conversation with a friend and i asked her i said what kind of friend am i to you you know, she went through and said the sweet things. And, you know, she ultimate, the ultimate thing that stuck out to me was, she said, you're, you're that friend where I can always, you know, pick up from where we left off type. And it low-key triggered me, you know, because it wasn't the first time I've heard that statement from my peers. And I realized then from the person it was coming from, I realized then, like, yo, I don't want to be, I don't want to be just that friend, not just for her, but for everybody, everybody who classified me. I don't want to be just that to y'all. Like, it's fine. I am that type of person. You know, check in with me and check out, like, not check out, but like, just pop back in it's still the same love it's still the same energy like I keep that same love I keep that same energy and I realized it wasn't a bad thing but because I wanted to deepen my relations because the direction I wanted to go I didn't like to hear that I didn't want to hear that because for me it was like oh you just pick and choose when you come in and come out or you pick and choose when I matter I don't you know I started to see more of the negatives to that I started to feel more segregated more alone you know and it's like well why does why do your friends why do what people think about you matter Toby it's what you think that's facts at this point in my life I I'm in love with myself I can promise you that you know I spend at least an hour of my 24 hours a day. It's accumulated time, but it, it, it totals in at least an hour that I spend looking at myself in the fucking mirror. <laughs> like, I'm not conceited, but I'm very confident. I know I'm, I, I'm very confident in, in my appearance. Hey, I wrote this when it was raining. 
and I'm tired. I'm a devil with my tongue. I feel what I don't mean. I ain't mean that I'm pain that's inside. Sticks on the wish list, sticks for Christmas. in my appearance and my personality I'm very confident and love myself so for me it confused me that it didn't translate into the world so for me it mattered what the world viewed of me you know and I wish people can stop fronting about that like shit don't matter shit fucking matters just cause it doesn't matter to you doesn't mean it doesn't matter words matter what people think of you fucking matters we all act like it matters but nobody wants to say it it fucking matters it especially matters to me you know i've grown up i've never had that acknowledgement from my peers i've never had my peers look at me and say wow you're so beautiful you're so cute uh I love your outfit, you know, compliments like that. I've never had my peers around me look at me like that, view me like that. And I'm I'm thinking, what's going on? Why doesn't the world view me how I view me? From a very young age, I knew I was sexy as hell. <laughs> I knew I was beautiful, you know? I, my favorite features were my eyes and my smile. And it just so happened I would get compliments on those Two very things by creepy older men, yuck, and older women, you know? For me, it was just like, I guess I'm gonna be a very attractive older lady, you know? <laughs> I guess. But I wanted that acknowledgement from my peer, and it wasn't, it wasn't coming. But I had the confidence in myself. And that's why, you know, I'll tell you this, I, it, it definitely became harder to have conversations with people, you know? I would always feel the disconnect. I would always feel the disconnect. It's like, just once, can I get an acknowledgement from my peers, the least people I surround myself with, that y'all see me the way I see me? You know, I'm, I'm standing here next to you, telling you, hey, I like this on you, or whatever, whatever, you know? But those compliments, weren't returned, reciprocated. And it makes sense, you know, where I grew up, they wasn't feeling a, a beautiful, divine black woman, you know? And it wasn't until I cut my hair that I started to receive those compliments, like, and, and that I started to believe that they meant it, you know? It wasn't until I cut my hand that was like 2017, yeah. And for those who knew me then, you can attest my confidence was was out the roof. You never pushed it up. You played the same part, but I needed to grow and I needed to know. Were there some things inside of me that I needed to show? So I just said to you, left you in all black. And for those who knew me then, you know, back in 2017, my confidence was out the roof, you know? People were like, oh, I didn't know 12 e was like this. Like, I didn't know 12 e was like that. And I was like, I mean, I knew. <laughs> I knew I, you know, I felt like I tried to show it, I tried to exert it, but didn't translate well. So when I started to realize the world was catching up to my level, you couldn't tell me nothing then. My, my confidence peaked, you know? And then a time came where it felt like the world no longer saw me. It felt like the world no longer saw me the same. The world's confidence in me started to deplete, go down, deflate, while mine was still up there, you know? As I saw the world's confidence in me go down, I slowly started to put my own confidence down. 
and it hindered my relationships again. Again, why haven't I deepened these relationships? I've gained the confidence of the world, but it still feels like something's missing. What is going on? I love myself. What is going on? So now we enter 2019. I realized that I had to sustain the world's confidence in me. I had to sustain the world's relationship. And it started by talking about it, just being open. And it happened to be with that same friend that allowed me to realize my trigger. You know, I opened up to her and I realized you have to be the person you have to be the starter if you want these changes you have to be the one to start and i realized i was lacking in that i was lack i was lacking in in having the initiative to start these conversations to heal these relationships so it was only right for me to have that honest and open conversation with that person who also helped me realize that I need to have these open and honest conversations. And I really felt great about it and her response and her reaction to me opening up to her was perfect, in my opinion. <laughs> she had also mentioned that um, she's noticed, you know, tries to decipher my emotions because I be putting up a front so she notices and when she said that I was like do you know I had a ponder on it do I really put up a front and that's facts I do put up a front and I realized that that part was actually getting translated you know the the in-between was the one that was getting translated not not the actual action not the actual words you know so after opening up having that conversation with her and her you know relating to me that she notices me putting up my front and my walls that's really how I that's really what brought me to having this conversation today because it made me have to sit down and think about what is actually getting translated what 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 am I actually um showing my peers showing the world like they only see what I allow them to see. What is it? What exactly am I showing them? And is that is that what's hindering my relationships from deepening? Is because I wasn't aware of the persona, the image that I was displaced that I was displaying. So at the start of 2019, my resolution that year was to deepen those relationships, you know, deepen those relationships and actually do it, you know, not just have it be an idea, but actually do it and get somewhere with it. And I feel like I accomplished that slowly, you know, it wasn't it wasn't to the depth I wanted it to go to, but it was a first step. And it wasn't until my birthday that I realized just how well, you know, just how well I've been doing in my resolution. Mind you, my birthday, my birthday's my birthday's in December, so it's it's the end of 2019. And this is when I received a birthday card from my friend. AP, I opened the card, you know, thinking there's going to be money in there, but there's no money in there. So I know what to do. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, um, 
I open the car. I see that there's a lengthy message in there and I go to read it and it was crazy to me. Like in in that card, she was like, yo, she pretty much was just like, yo, 12E, I, I know you don't think people are, are checking on you or checking for you, but just know that I am like, I see the growth. I see what you've done. You know, like she took time out of her day to acknowledge, to acknowledge me, you know, and that was the perfect response I needed from the world, from my peers, you know, just having that single acknowledgement meant the absolute world to me. You know, and I, I hit her up and I was just like, wow, like, I definitely needed to hear that. You just hit, hit the nail on the head, girl. You did that shit. I'm gonna clap for you, girl. So after that, I realized I was going in the right direction. Pretty face, pretty tender, but pretty taught me ugly lessons. Pretty at me giving more than I was getting. So pretty don't come with something more than I did it. Shame to tell my friends how much I do for you. They know that you would never do the same for me. I wasn't looking for your secrets, they just came to me. And they contradicted everything you claim to be. I took you to the club and you hugged on somebody that I know. And I know the type of Fast forward, 2020. I've had developed these relationships. And I've had many conversations. You know, I've had many open, honest conversations the most most open and honest conversations I've had ever with my peers, with, you know, the folks I choose to surround myself with. I've had a lot of meaningful conversations, but it wasn't until recently, you know, it wasn't until recently where I started to feel the mode. I started to feel the funk and, you know, I was in the funk. I was feeling the mode and I was starting to feel once again, like a background character, alone, you know? It didn't make sense because I felt like I was making progress, but that was because I was holding myself back. I thought I was having, you know, those last couple, maybe the last month or two prior, what felt like I was having honest conversations. Well, not even honest, what felt like I was having open conversations just more conversations you know it was just talk I still felt unseen I still felt like I was always playing third wheel you know people only check for me if they need some you know nobody's hitting me saying nobody's hitting me uh seeing how I'm doing or then I'm asking myself yo 12 are you doing the same thing you know, to a certain extent, no. Honestly, no. For me, I always feel like it might come off as unwanted or, oh, we don't even converse like that for me to even start, you know? It's always like, it's always something that gets in the way. An excuse that's made up, it's fathom. You know, it, it's really just me projecting they wouldn't want me to no you don't know that you don't know unless you do it and if they don't reply you at least did your part you know so I for me it's like I don't want to overstep or I don't want to feel like I'm in their business and I'm not trying to be in their business so for me I try to like use social media to my advantage you know I try to at least stay in the loop with my people with my folks liking posts or sending reactions to stories or you know like an upside to having social media and having your friends and your circle and your people on socials is you know you can go and check their social media whether they're the type of person to put everything on social media or not I'm the type of person to 
always go check for socials. You know, whether we're talking or not, I'm going to go check your socials, especially if I see you popping on my TL hella times and I see you tweeting or posting or you're always posting a story like it makes me I'm more inclined to go to your page and see what you're up to instead of texting you. I feel like I'm always doing this behind closed doors and other probably hella people are too, but because I see the world lacks confidence in me, I start to lack confidence in myself. I start to lack, you know, just that basic that basic confidence to just hit somebody up, you know, like my anxiety builds around that. Like now I feel like I can't talk to that person because they're not showing that similar interest in me, you know, or that interest isn't being reciprocated. It it makes me feel less important to so it makes me feel less important to where don't feel like they would respond kindly if I were to reach out and I'm not saying this is exactly what's going to happen but my thought process my anxiety you know it makes me think and feel like that is the only possible outcome to nobody hitting me or to me not hitting people if that makes sense so using social media to my advantage I allow myself to stay in the loop by, you know, if that person, if I see them just tweeting a lot or if I haven't seen them tweet or post anything, I'm going to interact with that post, whether it's liking or um, whether it's liking or just sending a quick, a quick reaction to that post. I feel like that's my way of staying in the loop. That's my way of checking in. And that's my way of using you know, my environment, social media to help me maintain those type of relationships. But as I go on, you know, with life, as I go through life, I realize like that's not enough, especially if social media and the internet becomes a nuisance. Like, like right now, 2020, I've been on socials. I've been, I've been, I've been doing it all over and over and over. It's really repetitive. So for me, I've reached a point where I don't want to go on social media. You know, I don't want to be seen on there. So how would I then be able to maintain those relationships? How how then will I be able to stay in the loop if I'm already getting exhausted from being on socials? I have to find a new way. I have to find a better way to deepen relationships. I have to outside of socials I have to find something anxiety fuck all of that shit everybody talks about maintaining your mental talks about solutions you know they talk about the problem and they they always seem to paint it like it's so easy but they say you know take your time slow it down they always paint it like it's easy that shit ain't easy that shit is a toxic relationship it comes and it goes whenever it pleases whenever it wants and they teach you to not be at its mercy we all know it's fuck depression and we all we all have that shit we all go through that shit you know i just wish more people were real about it like more people were real about what they're going through as far as depression and their anxiety they always paint it as like a process you know it's hard but if you do this if you do that you know you can try to maintain it you know it's hard but i'm living with it it's hard but but nothing damn it is hard but at the same time 
I feel like nobody's really telling us to accept that shit, if that makes sense. Nobody's really telling us to accept that we have that shit. The only acceptance is they want you to have is that you have it and that you can overcome it. And I'm going to be real. I feel like I feel like depression is part of human nature. We created that shit. The things we have to go through physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all the things that we've put on ourselves, we created depression. It, it comes with humanity. And I wish people would just accept that it's not always a bad thing, you know? Some days are good days. And I, some, like, some days, some days I'm cool being, I'm cool, some days I'm cool being depressed, you feel me? It's in my life for that day, you know? It's like, I've, some days I feel like I'm meeting an old partner when it's back. It's like, ah, you know, open up a bottle, pour us up a glass and just sit down and sip and reminisce about, you know, what's been happening and how how it's gonna come up and fuck it all up, you know? And we just sit there and chat about it. For me, those those are the good times. <laughs> you know, some days it allows me to refocus. Now I try not to focus on the negatives, you know? If I'm going to be involved in this toxic relationship, I'm gonna do my best to make it less toxic. So I allow myself a minimal time of negative thoughts until I can erase it out of my head completely. But I used to just allow myself to be consumed. I would just ponder, get deep into the thought of the negativity and never really accepting that there is a positive side. So for me, I feel like that is progress. Allowing myself a short amount of time to get it all out and then finding solutions or just I really just allow myself to be I feel like I'm always in the in the zone to fix it I'm always in the zone to to accept that this is not where I want to be and I shouldn't stay here for too long but for me fuck it it's fine it's fine I'll stay here as long as I need to it's okay and I hate that people try to make it seem like it's the worst possible thing like oh you you have to deal with that oh I'm sorry like it's cool to be empathetic sympathetic whatever pathetic thief whatever some people need it we all need it for me I'd rather people just be real about it just be real about it like yo I want to feel like you're hearing me out. I want to feel like you're leveling with me. I want to feel like you understand how shitty it is or how shitty what I'm going through is and that you be real about it. Don't tell me what I, what you think I want to hear or don't tell me what they say you should say. I got too much to say. Yeah, I got too much to say. I got too much to heard. I just I don't I don't want to just deal with my issues I don't want to just deal with my problems you know I I I, I want to own it I don't know what that means yet but I don't want to just deal with my issues I don't want to just deal with my problems I I, I want to own it you know I feel like when you own something you you take better care of it or you you you, you put your you kind of put your pride into it you know when you own something that's that's yours you know that's your possession and it it, it makes you feel accomplished you know it makes you feel satisfied so I don't want to just feel like I have to deal with my issues I want to or my problems I I want to own it like yes like I want to own 
my depression. I don't want to feel like I just have to deal with it. I want to own it. Like, that's something I have to deal with. It doesn't make me feel happy. It makes, it makes me feel like it's a burden type. I don't want it to feel like it's a burden. Like, I want to know it's mine and it's all mine. For me, if I feel like it's all mine, I can manipulate it any way I want. I can give it a new meaning. I can give it a new connotation. It doesn't have to be such a negative thing now. It could be something positive, you know? It's not something I should have to feel like I should deal with. I want to take ownership and make it something better. Yeah.